Uh, what is up, everybody? And welcome back <laughs> to the Serie A Audio It's the first time Marco's talking after the game, by with, the way, guys. Um, with IFTV. The Champions League obviously ended. Uh, we let you guys know that we were going to save our Serie A talk until uh, some of the Champions League matches happened so we could do everything. Um, obviously, there's a bitter taste in my mouth right now. Juventus, Manchester United um, ended in a loss to Juventus. I would never have expected a loss. I thought maybe a tie um, that Juventus would slip up a little bit. Disaster. We'll start. We got to start there because uh, can't go around it. Disaster of a match from, from Juventus. And I think that we saw the signs that we saw. Same thing with Genoa. Um, I don't know. I hate the attitude, like especially in the first half. Manchester United didn't even cross half field. They might have taken one shot the entire match. But Juventus, Cuadrado, he hits the ball from two feet out of the net. He hits it over the net. Uh, it, it, it's like, I don't know what the word is. But it's like that we already have the game won and we don't have to keep scoring goals. We sit on a 1-0 lead instead yeah. of killing a game that should have been 3-4-5-0. They could have finished this whole game in the first half. Kedira, not the first, not the first so time that Juventus have done this to the season. Yeah, Kedira was, was very poor. Uh, so disappointed in Juve. And then Ronaldo scored a beautiful goal. Thought the game was over. Mata uh, on the free kick. And then Chesney again on, on that goal was just... Horrible. Yeah, the one time you need Chesney to show up in the season, and this guy's freaking uh, standing inside the net already. So bad game for Juve. What'd you guys think? Because I'm uh, I'm already annoyed. I heard the the comments uh, from Allegri, and uh, he said that, that they give out, uh, and they've been doing it for the last uh, few weeks. Too many um, free kicks from uh, from around the area, from the side or from the middle. And uh, looking at that free kick that Matuidi gave him, and that was not necessary at all. Pogba has got the back to the goal, is going away from the goal. Why foul him? Just stay behind him and, and, and let him pass the ball back. So that was totally unnecessary. On that free kick, I saw that uh, they were trying, they had two people, one with the right uh, that went over the ball, and then Mata that kicked with his left foot. When the guy went over the ball with his right foot, Chesney moved one step. And, uh, and then when Mata scored, he was a little bit out of position because he came close to get the ball. If he would have moved, I think if they didn't have two players on the ball, he would have gotten the ball. Mm. If you knew that it was going to be a free kick from the left side from Mata, he was going to get it. So, but that's not a good goalkeeper. Smart. Well, he, he doesn't know whether... If the, so the you guy, don't make the... You don't, the you guy don't went over with the right foot. He doesn't know whether he's, he's got to be ready for the right foot. Mm -hmm. And then for the left foot, he wasn't ready. So that was on the, on the first free kick. On the second free kick, is very, very tough uh, for, the, for the goalkeeper because he's got... 20 players in front of him, the ball is high, he thinks somebody's going to touch it, and then all of a sudden nobody touches and the ball bounces right one yard in front of him. I mean, I, I think at that point just punch it out. Don't try to grab it. I think he tried to grab it, he slipped out of his end, soft goal. No, you can't, you can't so, assume that you're, as a goalkeeper, you're the leader. You're the guy, a goalkeeper, anytime a goalkeeper goes up and he's touched, it's a foul. So you need to play to that advantage that you go and you get the ball. Whether you hit your defender, whether you hit the attacker. No, but to me, the ball he, bounced he in front back. of him. He, 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 no, no, but you got to get it before it bounces. Yeah, but where that, no, where that position, the cross, because the cross that came in, Fellaini, if you see, was right under yeah. that ball. So if, in the case, Manchester United, a player or whoever That's gets a, a deflection 
and goes on goal, Chesney right. has to yeah, wait. That's he a, cannot. I jump. think he looked way too weak. If he on jumps it. and misses, it's I mean, going to be even he, worse. I think he could have done better. With Peter Gattano because you know, on a ball like that, I was thinking Chiellini was actually trying to to hug. Uh, I think it was Bonucci. Okay? No, oh, it was no, no, yeah, yeah. Bonucci then, was on Pogba. Then what happened? The ball after the those two guys they didn't touch the ball because Chiellini wasn't even looking where the ball was. Chiellini was just making sure that. Uh, Fellaini didn't touch the ball with his head. So when that when the, that that option went, failed and the ball bounced in front of the uh, of the goalkeeper, this guy here three people uh, three players in front of him, like like less than a foot. He had Bonucci, he had uh, Alexandro, and he had the uh, what's uh, what's his name? Uh, and and uh, uh, Chesney. I mean uh, the, the other guy from Manchester United. Pogba. Pogba was there. Right. No, so the bottom line. But the bottom line is it is poor ball, uh, goalkeeping on the first uh, on on the free kick. Definitely, that's poor goalkeeping. But on this particular case, I mean. <laughs> He couldn't react. It was just a reaction that it was kind of late for uh, for everything. And you know what? To the cre- to this time, I don't think I would give him. I would give him uh, uh, all the the blame. The blame to the to the on the second goal. I don't think the, the goalkeeper is to blame one hundred percent. The the two defenders they had to blame too because uh, e- either way, whatever. I don't I don't care who's to blame. To be honest, I'm more upset that Juventus you can't conclude a match that should have. That's that's oh, there for, they for qualification. To win. They no, no, no. To win. But but either way, you don't you okay. You could deserve to win, but you don't get to win. You have to earn your victory, and I feel like Juventus has this little bit of sense to them where they think, oh yeah, we're Juventus. We got the best players. We're gonna win, this, and I see that arrogance. That was that was where that was looking for i feel like i've seen signs this season and i think juventus needs to clean that up qualification was on the line tonight if you win they which was won, there yeah, not, they don't qualify they're still in first place but there's some serious this was a big wake-up call i thought genoa should have been the wake-up call i think that this needs to be the wake-up call that in champions league even five minutes to the end even if the other team is not playing better than you no matter who they are you know everybody says manchester united is not great this year um, that they could make you pay if you act stupid and you don't conclude This reminds match. me of actually the first leg against uh, with Manchester United too. It was, I think it was the I same. I said the same thing was going to happen. You like, remember the first half I said It was like this. the same ordeal. We were saying, oh my, Juve is going to concede. They're not playing good. They didn't close off the match. They didn't finish their chances. Because they had how many chances? And now this time they yeah. do the same exact thing, but this time they pay for it. Which, which is uh, this horrible. It looks like Allegri didn't really work on finishing till the end of the match oh, or trying to finish a chance. Even moment. though they were Wait a moment. Wasn't the Juventus this well. team that never lose the concentration and, w- and he waits every until the very end and wins, no, and wins I mean, the game all the time team. at the last couple minutes no, and things like it's that? It's not every. No, oh, it's not all the time. I, but I think, you know, Juventus definitely, they, they played better than Manchester United. They dominated yeah, yeah, for the 100%, most part. Yeah. Manchester United... Believe it or not, even if they they don't have the greatest of teams like they used to, they, they have some though. good players. So Juventus didn't really succeed uh, succeed much in the game, you know, in the run of the game. And it Lukaku was two set pieces that changed the that's match. Exactly, yeah. that's what so you have you players of a certain you can't quality. Let a game get yes, to that. but the thing is, it was it seems to be like just that blackout within these five minutes because the goals happen in quick succession. Uh-huh. And usually we don't see that from Juventus. Usually we see that Juventus finish off a game uh, this year, but. No, there's, there's been a lot moments. of close games, or left they left the game open. Yeah, Cuadrado had a couple of chances right. oh. to finish this Dibala game. Yeah, Dira hit Dibala, the post. Open, yeah. pretty much open. The now. chances were there. I think Juventus are playing uh, unlucky result, but in the end, this is a game where you have to learn from your mistakes, come back, win the next game, 
and, and make sure you, you get on top of the group. But to me, Gaetano summoned sum the game very nicely because, you know, you do not foul a person like, well, like Bogovan, yeah. that he has his back against the goal, the, the goalkeeper. I mean, the guy is not even aiming at the net. He's not trying to take a shot. Mm-hmm. He's trying to recoup the ball that he was already lost in the middle of the box over there. And he's trying to play the ball to one of his friends or one of his teammates and uh, make something else happen. You don't foul right there on the top of the box, a player like that, and, and have a chance uh, for uh, the opposite team to take a free kick from a very dangerous position. Anyway, That's the key of the game. I the remember story. years ago uh, when I used to watch uh, Sir Ferguson with uh, Man United. They used to win a lot of games in the last uh, minute of the games. And uh, the last two games in uh, the Premier League last week, in the Premier, they, lo- they won in the last minute. Mm-hmm. And Fergie uh, time. They used to yeah, say. and uh, now in this game, uh, yeah, they scored uh, in the last few minutes. They scored two goals. What uh, the other comment that Allegri uh, made was: if you had to lose a game, you know, this was the game to lose. We're still in first place. We could have qualified, but we still have a very good chance to qualify yeah. and mm-hmm. to qualify in first place. So you can win. You can win all the games. It's true. So. If you had to lose a game, I guess this was the... It's just, it just weird just because it looked like Juve were just pulling off those games again. And just when you didn't expect mm. it, they concede. And before they even get back to their feet, they concede right. again. But and every always, every team goes through that. No, no, 100%. It's what yeah. you do the next game. Exactly, to make uh, up for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sunday, there's a big, big game. Against Milan. Against AC Milan. If you come back <laughs> and you win against AC Milan, we gotta make a bet. then, your oh. then yeah. this has shown that you are uh, developed. Right. The, the only thing that, that sucks is because Juventus' goal was oh beautiful. Yeah. Ronaldo's goal was, was world-class. And that's the reason why Juventus paid that amount of money for a player. And a good that pass by Bonucci, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, incredible right. pass. That's always something that you were missing you in the last year. You have to understand shirt, the, so. the difficulty of, of scoring that yeah. goal. Uh, the ball's over, come over yeah, his shoulder know, with his right foot. You had to connect to the position perfectly. in the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It wasn't it. No, it was a world class wow. goal. I thought you wow. said the hey, I was a fool for that goal. No, listen to this. No, <laughs> listen to this. This guy's like, supposed to be a World Cup. Uh, I mean, uh, world class uh, uh, goalkeeper. Come on, you can't blame the goalkeeper. Wait, let's, let's, let's uh, hear this one. Please, please. Cristiano Ronaldo made a spectacular uh, connection yeah. with the ball. There is nothing more perfect than that. Yeah. But De Gea was right on the tra- uh, trajectory. I, I don't mean, know. I don't believe he that. He didn't even move, this guy. Because you can't expect yeah, you can, him to yeah, move. Can. You can't don't expect a player to block that ball. ball. Don't that, was save him. Block. that was a bullet. Guys, All right. Now, wait, wait. wait, wait. wait. But one, one thing that I really I pissed me off, it was Mourinho just leaving the game and making the gesture like this. I said, hey, guys. I'm not hearing uh, this noise anymore. So, because apparently he was being harassed all the game. That's what he said uh, on the interview. No, we heard interview. it. You, I, didn't I showed hear you anything. the video. But listen, it's been a specter. You're a coach of an opposite team. You've been uh, you've been coaching in Italy. You've been a, a jackass a little bit, you know. A little bit. A, you know, and then, you know, what do you expect people to say? We love, we love you. You play in the Juventus Stadium. Of course, somebody's going to start to harass you from the sideline. But you, if you're a professional, you're supposed to uh, portray yourself like ah. a nice guy. Then you live in the game and you're trying to, uh, you know, to get a lot of more people upset, including the Juventus player. Bonucci was the first one to run after him. I said, hey, what the hell are you doing? I mean... I'll tell you what's happening with this guy here, with Mourinho. You know that I don't like him personally. But I'm with you right now. So, you know, just walk away, enjoy your win, and then let 
the chips fall where they may. But this guy here, since nobody's been talking about him, actually, the talk about him has been, been nothing but negative. He wanted to just get back to, to everybody and just with a gesture like that, I said, you know what? Screw all of you here. I'm still, I still count and take this loss a year and shove it up somewhere else. Mourinho yeah, actually said, said, can I just say yeah. what he said after the game? He was just like, I was insulted for 90 minutes uh, since I've been here and I just came here to do my job and nothing else. Yeah, he said that. But he did say afterwards that he was like, he shouldn't have Done it. it was like it was in the heat guys of the listen 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 this is sports so, we said this know, when Chelsea did it with Saudi yeah. I don't I don't find anything wrong with this you're passionate in a moment where your team was losing 1-0 in the Champions League you beat Juventus one of the best teams in the world you're not gonna go crazy and celebrate okay listen that's I'm not saying that it's not professional celebrating you say yeah guys or something like that you are instigating people listen listen guys he can't do that see they love these things from when they play in Inter or when they coach Inter. <laughs> Any of those guys that they are in Inter oh, come on. that they go through this, this uh, you know, famous team, they come back like, uh, you know. But listen, listen, we've all played football. We've all played. I think you know that when you're going against a rival and somebody's calling you from the sideline the entire match and you're not good enough, you're not good enough, they're insulting you. Oh, it's okay. You go on, you go like this to that. I'm not saying it's the best thing in the world, but come on, don't focus on this. Juventus fans, I see them already. They're going crazy on Mourinho. Focus on your team Wait, losing the no, match because there's no concentration. Don't get mad at Mourinho. One thing that you're forgetting, it's not just the people on the sideline. You know how many million, million people that are watching the game? When you do something like this, you disrespect it. Just <laughs> come on, no disrespect. It's sports. It is sports. What it's sports. Come on, he didn't curse them out. He said, "What now? You've been calling me all Actually, game." Actually, he was cursing. You, you, you couldn't read the. the, the yeah. He was cursing. <laughs> you couldn't read. I didn't know. He was cursing. <laughs> I can tell you right away. I can tell you. Watch, watch the replay. Anyway, anyway, right. Right, I think, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, we'll we'll just stay on today since um, we're ready there. Roma uh, did get a win in Russia, um, a difficult win where they were up one zero. Uh, we were watching the game together, and then Siska uh, Moscow actually came back into the match. They were there one one. Uh, Jekyll was not really into this game. game. I think that's one thing. Peter, Michael, and I we all watched the game together, and we were saying that it was very surprising. First of all, that Roma are able to win without a Jekyll goal. Uh, but Jekyll not being involved um, definitely had a, a play for Roma. Uh, but luckily enough, and I say lucky because if you check the replay after Pellegrini's goal, uh, he is offsides. I think he's offsides two times. He was, yeah. yeah. He was offsides on the initial, he and was. then Jekyll touches. He's offsides. Uh, so again, VAR in the Champions League. Man, but it's not our fault. We bring listen, it happened it. last year with Roma Liverpool. Exactly. Liverpool scored an offsides team. goal against Roma. It was a worse time to do it. Uh, but I think that this is a tough game too. CSK in Moscow. I don't remember. Did they beat Real Madrid in in Spain or did no, they beat no, in, Russia? Been in Russia? Russia? In Russia. Yeah. So listen, in Russia, it's very hard. I know it was freezing cold. So Roma getting the job done, which was very good. And we didn't talk was, about the most important Mano last goal in oh, the fourth minute. Looped it over the man. goalkeeper. Started off right. If he didn't score that, who knows how the game would have ended? Oh, so, you yeah. know, you gotta start. <laughs> nice, Mike, got a nice goal. Mike is a right. nice three points Mike back to Roma, right. and that's how you go. Oh, and now they're tied on top with Real Madrid. Mano last all the way. Favorites to go way. into the next in the knockout round. They only need one point in their next yeah. two games. So it it's looking good for Roma. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you get through. The most important thing is is yeah, that you get through. That could be something for Juventus also. You lose one game, rather lose it now in the group stage yeah, than true. later in the, course, in in the, the knockout. So it's good perspective. It's just important to, to pass. And it looks like all the Italian teams are there. Uh, Roma, like we said, it was even it, it, this game was a true sense of their season. It was an up-and-down game. They had chances, but they also gave up a lot of chances yeah. to CSK. 
you know, they got CSK got the red card down to ten men. That's true. Romo able to get the, the score. They could have even made it three one and just they had a lot of chances. Eliminate yeah. any any uh, mysterious stuff them. going on afterwards. But the most important thing is they got to win and they got to win uh, away. So uh, exactly. Wait, just to finish up this whole thing here. <laughs> now I want to go back to Juventus again one more time. Oh boy. We were. Uh, I was listening a little bit that uh, the Sky Studio interview that. Uh, Hilaria D'Amico, uh, you know, uh, you know, she's the uh, Buffon's girlfriend or wife or whatever she is. You know, she was uh, somehow uh, happy on a bittersweet. Like I said, you see what you got? You sent my husband away from uh, from Torino, <laughs> and you got this uh, this goalkeeper. We're gonna Chesney. talk. We'll talk about. Wait it. a moment. No, I'm telling no, no, you right no, no, now. I'm just saying. We'll, so we'll what happened for her? That. She she got to interview Mourinho, and uh, you know, I saw the the smile on the face like it was bittersweet. In other words, she was not really that upset that Juventus lost. Because her husband was not there, but because and, you know, did you read this the same way you read Mourinho cursing? Oh, 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 I did. I did. I listen. <laughs> body language hits one hundred percent. I agree with a you. A message for I anything. Agree with you. I the same agree way Mourinho did this. I read. I read the body language of Ilaria D'Amico interviewing Mourinho with a big smile. I mean, you can see the old the old job. Or, 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 I, th- I think we're gonna need a segment body language reading with Antonio. Oh yes, and we'll yeah. go through every person. Yeah, listen, you can put it on the phone. She'll she'll agree with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, I mean, to finish off about Roma, um, yeah, one of those games like you said. Uh, consistently inconsistent, uh, but like you said about the Italian teams, if we go to the day before, and uh, I want to, we'll go to uh, Inter and uh, Barcelona, mm-hmm. uh, sold out San Siro, which was beautiful. Um, it's actually the most an Italian team has ever made in ticket sales ever. Right. So yeah. um, very good for that. Obviously, Huge they're raising the ticket prices, which I, is, which is the big part of it. Um, listen, the game. I thought that for a tie. I know that a lot of Inter fans feel like that this was such a bad result, but I was pretty surprised. No, I think Inter fans, for the most part, were pretty satisfied. I don't know. I saw, that I saw a lot of mixed. That uh, what, do, what do you feel, Peter, yeah, feel like, Peter? Because I, I heard... Uh, Due to the know, performance, you, uh, you know, comparing to the performance. Let's, uh, let's have Peter come yeah. in last yeah. week. Yeah. So that okay. He, oh, last? You know, so yeah. doesn't give yeah. anyone... No, yeah. no, because he, he probably uh, has more than... Any one of us. Uh, okay. Um, Listen, so Bar- Barcelona. No, they, they play I, the I think they, they're Bar- more superior. Barcelona is at a different level. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they they're more superior. But I uh, I commend that Inter for playing a high pressure game from the first minute that they put pressure on Barcelona. At times they could have gotten hurt because then you, when you when you press high, that means the team is very spread, spread yeah. and then you leave in the back one against one and those guys are fast. And you have the chance that they come, they go in front of the goal by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I commend Spalletti for playing uh, aggressive and for uh, doing a good job. Not so much in the last uh, few minutes. Uh, in the last few minutes of the game, you're still pressing the goalkeeper. That I don't agree. You know, there's five minutes to go. Why are you pressing the goalkeeper? You know, uh, you know, come a little bit back. That's when they got the goal. And then it was a great job to, to tie that game. It was very, very difficult, but I'm glad that they tied. But when you watch Barcelona and when you watch the other teams, look at Barcelona, and they do this more than any other team. The players, they do not think about where the ball is going to go. They know where the ball is going to go before they get the ball. And if you watch, there are times, 30 seconds, 40 seconds, where the ball it's just automatic. It's unbelievable. And then you watch the other players or you watch the other games and you see that the player gets the ball, he stops it, and he, then he thinks, where is the ball going to go? 
so for the young players, if you are uh, uh, playing, try to uh, look left, right, behind, and know where your, team, your teammates are before you get the ball. So when you get the ball, you can just pass it, and that makes it more difficult for, to defend against. Barcelona have always been, I think, for years, especially growing up, they were always that team that everybody knew. You know, they had that tiki-taka. They knew they always looked for triangles. And there's a lot of videos you can watch on YouTube of that. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, they didn't have Messi, of course. Um, and before I go a little bit further, I just want to recommend Antonio was in the city. Oh. And he was watching this game with some Barcelona fans. Oh, my God. And it was absolutely hilarious, the videos that you sent us. That was not scripted. We did not tell Antonio to send it. He just sent it out of nowhere. He just randomly <laughs> sent yeah. it. It's on our Instagram and IGTV. So go check that out right now. Uh, but before, just a comment. Um, yes, Barcelona, you, you stuck on Barcelona. Um, I'm going to go to Icardi because Mauro Icardi consistently proving he always had this this. Um, he's chip. a killer. He's I'll, a say, killer. I'll say he had a chip on his shoulder where everyone would say, oh, but he never did it in Champions League. But he never played in Champions League. And he, his first season in Champions League, first four games, three goals. And these three goals have proved to be so important. Of course, you've got to be happy. You must be happy. And I know Vanda also oh, is... Uh, Wanda. She, she's Wanda. thinking about the next contract oh, extension. My God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she already started. She's already walking on. <laughs> um, but I think that Mauro Icardi, now the world, Italy, we always knew... But the world, because everybody watches Champions League, especially Barcelona, you hear this sense of Icardi as that world-class striker that we knew he is, and he's a killer. Criticize him that he's not always involved in the match, but when he is involved, when he, gets he is the, going the, to hurt you, the funny no matter is, what team it is. Peter, the funny thing is, all the comments, all these like Manchester, all these English Premier League fans, are like, wow, this Icardi guy's looking good. We gotta bring him next season. And everyone, all the Interisi were going crazy, like, yeah, right, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> so it's fun to see him on the big stage where you know deserves to be a world class striker and just showing off what he could do. Hey, hey listen, I want to bring something up. Uh, yeah. You remember the segment that we had last week with Gaetano being the maestro, yeah. showing exactly what the formations yeah. are and all the stuff. I kind of, uh, I, you know. I, Unfortunately, I don't, I don't have this one here recorded, but I, I, I can prove it to you. So I asked the Barcelona group over there, which oh, they yeah. took over the entire bar. Wow. And they put, uh, you know, the, the banners, they put everything. I mean, it's like they owned the, the bar, those guys. There wasn't any so defense over there. I asked them, I said, uh, so you guys, you played, the, you guys played the 4-3-3. And he said, what makes your 4-3-3 better than the Inter 4-3-3? He said, it's the way we attack the ball. He said, one of the guys that was the leader of the team, he said, our 4-3-3 transform is 2-5-2, 2-5-3 when we are offending the, the player. Because the two, the two lateral defenders, the fullbacks, they, yeah. they, they had to the midfield and they actually go down and deep attack the, 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 the other team. Whether you are in ball possession and whether you're not in uh, ball possession, even, even in defending on the opposite field. So, to, to the point that Gatano was making, Barcelona, they know each other on every little square inch of the field where they are before they get the ball. And again, for the youth watching the game, before you even get the ball, just know where the ball is going to go next the and show create where, the space for yourself yeah. just to fill up the empty space. All right, all right. Now, wait, Barcelona one more thing. Oh. One more thing. There is Steve Nash that I'm 100% sure that is watching Gaetano in our podcast at <laughs> TV. Don't talk bad about Steve Nash. Wait a moment. No, no, Steve no, Nash no. is our friend. We love him. Steve, we love you. Okay. We love you. We, yeah, you okay. Actually, you're welcome to come. Actually, you're invited we to will, the podcast. Uh, and, uh, Steve, uh, Steve is a friend. Steve is yeah. a friend. So uh, okay. I, I think Steve Nash is watching Gaetano just uh, doing the, the maestro <laughs> over there on, on the board. Yeah, right. And on half time, he's starting to, uh, you know, to play around with those little, uh, you know. Uh, so let me tell you something. Steve Nash could have been a professional soccer player. Soccer yeah. 
Grande Stefano, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it was uh, it was doing the the you know the, the the Grande Maestro on the board over there. I don't know if it was on Fox or if it was uh, on TNT, another channel. Yeah. Bleacher Report, right? TNT. Oh, TNT. Oh, TNT. Okay. So whatever the case might be, so. Uh, you guys, uh, all of our all our viewers, I mean, you know that uh, this is not about you, you or yeah. us. <laughs> oh, don't go into well, this no, yet. No, 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 I'm <laughs> telling you, no, no. Now, this is to show you that on this on this podcast, it's what counts is the view of everybody. We're here to teach and to learn from you guys too, okay? So you're the maestro over here for teaching you guys, and we are here to learn what you guys wanted to know from us That's and true. what you think, what you care about it. Right or wrong, Peter? Okay, I want to hear from Peter now. Oh, <laughs> Peter, can somebody talk about Inter, oh, please? Okay, okay. Please. Uh, I, listen, this game was, was very important for us. The most important thing was not to lose, okay? But I think the mentality was that we're Inter, and we want to prove that we deserve to be on this stage. And we, you know, Spalletti from the get-go had his team pressing very high. Uh, it's a risk because especially with Barcelona where they're so uh, good at being able to pass the ball, move the ball, and quickly bring it up. Like We would press and Barcelona made three or four passes and they were in the midfield already. And when you have Dembele on one side, Coutinho on the other, and Suarez, who I think is, is a top striker because he can invent something out of out of nothing uh you know it's dangerous one-on-one i think screen by far with tandanovic was amazing one-on-one versus dembele took the ball great out of his great feet. defense by inter unbelievable unbelievable i mean barcelona definitely played better than inter inter had some chances you know they as the game went on we could have scored some goals on the counter attack i think perisic did great he put a lot of dangerous ball. Politano in the second half really came out of his shell, and they started moving a little bit better. But I have to say, w- what's great about Barcelona's style is not so, beside. We know already how they play tiki taka, how offensive they minded they are. But it's when they lose the ball, how quickly they're able to recuperate they that attack ball. Immediately. They get the ball right. How many times Inter won the first ball, yeah. and then the second ball they will lose it. We didn't have that ability in the midfield. I think Nangolan this game really struggled. Coming back from, from an injury, injury he yeah. wasn't himself, and we didn't have that outlet. Where Brozovic also made a, yeah. we made a lot of unforced errors yeah. passing the ball. I just remember in the beginning, first twenty Brozovic, minutes, De Vrij giving the ball right to the Tembele could have been, it could have been really, yeah. really bad. Yeah, I know. I mean, Brozovic also the ball in front of. What are you trying to dribble yeah. three people? Yeah. One of it, one of his worst games uh, since uh, Spalletti's been on Inter. But all in all. It, Inter showed the fight that they have this year. You know, being able to go down, you know, versus Barcelona, 83rd minute, where yeah. there's not much time now to recuperate. You know, Lautaro Martinez comes in. He made a great play. Put the ball back in the box. Yeah. Somehow, some way, Icardi gets that ball. Yeah. It seems like this year he's really a magnet in the area. Turns, and he knows what to do with it. You yep. know, a lot of people complain that Icardi doesn't join in the attack, doesn't stuff. Yes, I understand that. I even say sometimes, like... If only he can learn how to play from outside the box. But when he's in the area, mm-hmm. he's yeah. probably the most yeah. he's lethal deadly. player. He's he uh, reads the game so well. And I love that about him. Just last thing, I mean, this game and so much for the Inter fans, and you could see when they scored yeah. Oh, yeah. how great it was to have the Champions League, have Barcelona and Milan again. And I just hope that, you know, we have, like, uh, you know, we would have loved to have win this, won this game. But like Juventus, it's still in our hands. We win the next game. Yeah, they're through. You know, not that they're the through automatically, not... but it's in their favor. A uh, uh, quick comment on uh, Lautaro Martinez. 
because I saw him play with Argentina when he was here, and I think that I think he's a good he's a good player, he's a great player. But uh, why I never seen him play with uh, together with Riccardi. Uh, is Spalletti is he going to try it? Do you think he's going to try it in the future? I mean, you could play the four-four-two, and uh, I mean, will you sacrifice you, you Catano? Don't, you don't have to try it. Uh, right I don't know against uh, Milan or against, uh, mm -hmm. but no, you could try Lambertino, with the, the, the other yeah, games that you play. You know, try and and. Uh, I, I think in the future, definitely he's going to try it. I think right now he doesn't want to try it because for the simple fact that Inter's playing well. We won seven straight games between Serie A and stuff before uh, yeah. this tie. So he's happy with the formation, and I think everything is working right now. And he's giving Icardi the chance when he needs to take a break, and he puts Lautaro yeah. Martinez. I definitely think them two can work together, even though necessarily Lautaro Martinez is a striker in all the effect, that he's not really a second striker that's going to look to make the assist, even though he can do it. He's more technically gifted than Icardi, and he's been yeah. able to to play in the trequartista role when mm. when he's been uh, asked to. But his main position, I, I look at him and I think, you know, if he's able to put, be half of Aguero, that would be amazing. But he's that type of player. He's quick, he's feisty, he's small, and he's got a good center of gravity that he can really be that prime goal scorer. So if anything, it's interesting. he's young. Exactly. He's, also, he's 20, so. 21 years old. If anything, it's an addition for Inter as the season oh, goes yeah. on, where he could be put in, where there's injuries, where this, you know, Icardi sits down, Congrats, or yeah. whatever. He finally asked someone to let's, take a Icardi's Let's go to place. the other Champions League match, yeah. which was another very exciting one. Um, PSG and uh, Napoli. Oh, Napoli, PSG. God. The return of uh, Cavani in, uh, in Naples, um, which was a, a good, good moment also. And funnily enough, in Italy this week, we had the three best players in the world, if you want to put it like that. We had Ronaldo in Torino, right, this week. We had Messi, who is in Milano. Oh. Okay, whatever. Still in the country. Um, yeah, he's still in the country. <laughs> and uh, and we had uh, Neymar, also in Naples. So I think a rare moment that some of the best players were all in Italy. But anyway. Um, and Mano Lasso in Rome. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was in Moscow. Oh, yeah. crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was three. I was wrong. Mark, I was right. There was three. Um, but anyway, 1-1 uh, draw in <laughs> Naples. And another one of those matches where um, mixed feelings, I think. Because the way that I felt about the match, and I know Michael felt about the match, some of our friends who were more neutral to love in the city, uh, felt like PSG deserved a lot more than they did. Because I felt like Napoli had uh, plenty Absolutely of chances. Not. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Napoli deserved to win the game for me. No, I, I mean, um, I felt like PSG did have great chances, uh, but they were also struck with uh, Koulibaly, who, again, like, like Icardi showing the world who he is, showing Europe who he is, Koulibaly, what he did to Mbappe, is going around everywhere. Koulibaly is so, so incredible. He's There's unbelievable. No, no words to describe how good his talent I can't even speak. He's so okay. that was one thing that I think PSG faced. 100%. Um, but I thought Napoli had plenty of chances in this match. And Lorenzo Insigne, again, I know that these freaking guys, and I don't want to get mean, but every comment that, you know, he scores in big games for, for yeah. Napoli, and then every freaking reply is, why doesn't he do that with Azzurri? Yeah, You're go. talking about what he did oh with, God, with Napoli. They always mention that at Immobile. They always bring that up. <laughs> Immobile, I'm a little bit more on their side because oh uh, Insigne <laughs> does it in big games in Real Madrid and, and PSG. He scores... Uh, important goals uh so i'd say for napoli i was i was very surprised that there was this sense that they didn't deserve even a draw which i thought was 
No, it was it, it was, was to me to me Napoli should have won the game on the second half. They play they didn't play a great first half, but they play a spectacular second half and they deserve to win the game up. Hands down. I thought it was, uh, from f- comparing for the first leg, uh, PSG played a little bit better than the first leg, but it was still back and forth. Napoli had a lot of chance. I think if Buffon wasn't starting, I really think Napoli would have got the three points. Because Buffon that game, you know, he was coming back from that, was a Marco four-match ban, three-match ban in the Champions League. He was incredible. It's like he, he didn't drop a step uh, after he He's left never from, dropped a from step. Juventus. I that, told you guys just, this before. Just oh, even extra. Everybody just even at the table. No, no, no. no. Uh, no it's like they were shooting targets, those guys. No. They, all the shots they he went the right goal. way on the penalty they went too. At the goalkeeper. Yeah, the penalty too. Come he on. couldn't even go on it. He went all the way there. He said he, so said that he was trying to um, make Insigne laugh. Oh, he, yeah. But Insigne, if you Insigne watch the replay. Insigne was looking down. Insigne was looking down. No, 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 no. I'm going to say something first. <laughs> no, no. Because I remember I told you guys that this guy has minimum, I'm going to say one more time, minimum two years left inside of him. In the most important moments in the Champions League against Napoli. He pulled up. He is still, still the top. Juventus made a big mistake letting him go. 15 years in the Champions This is his 15th he, season in the Champions He wouldn't make League. those mistakes just did it, I don't think. But, uh, I mean, this is stuff that I already know. The podcast table, maybe not, but Antonio, maybe not. But, right. uh, hey, anyway, I make he saved quick, the game. I agree no, with you, no, Michael. I, I agree a quick with you. comment just yeah. to pick up on what you just said. If you look on the paper, look, I mean, a million dollars, this, uh, this uh, PSG. I could give you a fact. Right. They spent $500 million on okay. their team. Napoli spent $100 million on okay, their team. Okay, so this is just right there. The advantage that the PSG showed on the field was not was that not big of a evident. difference. Nothing. Five times of If a anything, Napoli played very well uh, in France, in Paris, and it just served to win even over here. Napoli so have a right better there, coach, too. Right there, money badly spended by the, this uh, French. Uh, who's the owner of PSG? Uh, Abramovich or whatever? No, no that's Chelsea. I, think I don't remember his name. Either way. Whatever. He has a chic, right? He's a chic. Whatever. So, in other words, the guy. No, it's not money. a she. It's a, a shake. Patrick Sheik. Sheik. Whatever. Hey. So you put him up. 500, 500 million against 100 million dollars. It's 400 million dollars right there. You can buy 10 teams. That's what I'm <laughs> sure. So hey. It's a lot of players. So I took I tip my hat to Ancelotti again. Ancelotti has been showing that uh, you know uh, expensive player like Neymar and all the stuff. They do not scare anybody, especially when they come to play into our home. I mean Neymar was. Neymar was good. We also play defense. We know to play defense. We have Koulibaly, we have a, a system that is is being made to, for everybody to suffer. Okay? It's pretty incredible what Nobody, Angelotti's doing, though. Yeah, so I, little time. He was I, so pissed I, after listen, that goal. I'm not, I'm You're not surprised. surprised at all, really? Napoli's been playing tough for the past four four years. But we're talking even Angelotti with Sadi. now. To, no, I'm saying, even with so Sadi, the team is pretty much the same. He's made some adjustments. Ancelotti can only benefit Napoli. And the fact that he ha- has s- such great Champions League experience and experience with, with great teams. He knows how to manage the players. Mm-hmm. He's made dif- uh, different substitutions compared to He changes Sarri. tactics, formation, the yes. more, uh, squad rotation. 100%. There's a lot of changes. But the players yeah. that he has yeah, for the most part, have, have been competing within the Champions League versus top teams. They've, they've had some tough groups in the past. So I'm not surprised. The, the ability of Napoli... Is definitely at the same level as Juventus, Inter, you know, all the Serie A teams that we They're have. They're the they only Serie A team that's um, unbeaten in Champions League. Right? Yeah. I mean, right. Napoli. Napoli. Oh, beautiful. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, Carlo is doing a great job with Napoli. It's uh, that without a doubt. I was disappointed uh, with Carlo Ancelotti against PSG because in the first half, they didn't play good. In the first half, they didn't put any pressure. In the first half, the game was, was boring. In once they went and they were losing one nothing, 
then they woke up and they had so many chances mm -hmm. so many chances to score yeah. and to put the game away but why didn't he do that before i mean he should have done that from the first minute like uh, like inter did from the first minute against barcelona they put pressure because they they wanted to to win the game and i think in this game ancelotti he should have put pressure from from the beginning uh, and i was disappointed for that in the last game that they played against psg he was two minutes and 30 seconds away from getting a win and he's uh, uh, he's putting pressure on the goalkeeper on that game that I didn't understand either he did a great job against PSG he was winning so but with two minutes and 30 seconds left in the game you pressing the goalkeeper <coughs> I thought that was not also appropriate and then Neymar got the ball in midfield he took off from midfield, which you should have blocked him. And me, Alan was right next to him on the sideline. Just stop that. Just level him, him down. Even get yeah, a red just card. Stop him, go in front of him. There's two minutes left on the game. Anyway, so, so th this so is what... Question, what does that influence Ancelotti's decision or maybe the players? Because sometimes the players don't react the way the coach wants them in the beginning of the game. So... I mean, obviously, if you high press, you notice the team going up to high press. But maybe the fact that they succeeded a goal so late because they were high pressing the whole game, maybe Ancelotti said, let's try to settle down a little bit. We have the fans, so if we go down, we can always bring the team back. But the fact is, it's like a chess game, you know? Cautious, make sure you understand what the game calls for, and then be able to I agree to with adapt. Peter Gattano. But I'm not sure. That's a question that... No, Gattano, I agree I with you. No, Spalletti... Spalletti the day before, two days, he said we're going to put a high pressure game on. Okay. But they both got the same so result. Why? You know, we both gonna, got the same result. Be, at the end I, of the day. I felt like that the way that Napoli started the game and the first half, they they were just. So is he, it Ancelotti or the players not no, responding? No, it's Ancelotti. Ancelotti. Yeah, yeah. You know he, he he determines how he's going to play the, the game. Sure. Maybe he doesn't have control in the last two minutes of the game. Mm. If you play a certain way. In the last two minutes of the game, one of the players is putting pressure on the goalkeeper. He might not, but the way you start the game, it's the way the coach tells you. You either play the high-pressure game, which Spalletti told them, I'm going to play high-pressure, I'm going to put you pressure. Ancelotti did not do that. But when they were losing one nothing, all of a sudden they woke up and they played the best soccer. And there are so many chances that they could have won the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, here's my take. Wait, one yeah. second, Marco. I agree with Peter because the, he, Peter analysis, I think, is, to me, is, is better than, not that it's better than Gaetano, it's different than, than Gaetano. But I'll tell you the reasons why I agree with him. Because Ancelotti, I don't think he wanted to just, uh, you know, finish the game, uh, you know, short of breath for everybody else. So that's why the first half he was taking it easy because, you know, he had no pressure of winning the game immediately on the first half. Uh, unfortunately, as soon as they, they uh, you know, they, uh, they got the goal against, he had to put the, he had to speed up uh, everything else and he had to move the, the, um, the body centro of, you know, forward. So uh, there is no way that you can just uh, relax for another 10, 15 minutes after uh, you receive the first goal and you're losing one nothing. And uh, I mean... Second, second, uh, you know, uh, the second point is that you playing home, you have to show that, uh, you know, you, you, you're going to leave everything over there on the field. So there is no question about it. Once you receive a goal and you've done one nothing, your, your speed is going to have the double right there immediately. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Well, they, they, they let the goal in before the, the first half. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean it was First a, half, just it was like uh, five seconds yeah. right yeah. after yeah. the yeah. second half. Oh, yeah. 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 Let me let me say something about that goal. There were eight uh, defenders. Yeah, that, that was horrible. Eight defenders from defense. Napoli and one guy goes in and you scored the goal. Are you crazy? Was Bernard? You know, you know what I think, Bernard and and what's his name? Oh, yeah. uh, Ancelotti, Ancelotti. After the match, he was like, "Oh, this guy's never scored a goal in his life." He said, "I, <laughs> no. I coached because yeah. I coached with him." He said, uh, "But now he has to score against me." He said, "I got what I deserve." But I think that. To me, where the bitterness comes in uh, for this match is really that Liverpool did not pick up their points. They mm. lost. Liverpool lost. And I thought, you know, it's still a good... I'm not saying it's not good. But I thought that with Liverpool losing, if Napoli could really get this result, which, you know, they almost did, um, it would have just been a perfect, yeah. perfect week. Perfect storm. But perfect storm. It's exactly. always like that. Because you could have said the no. same thing in Serbia. Anyone. They picked up the two points. And I know. But around. Liverpool, and to me, I mean, I've been, I'm not the biggest fan of Klopp. I've said this for years. Um, I just wanted. I I thought that it was a good opportunity for Napoli, but I either know. way, um, they're in a good happen. position. They're in a good and, position. And uh, yeah, so let's let's oh. what? No, I'm saying that group is the hardest group. Yeah, yeah. group of six death. points, yeah. seven yeah. points, five points, and four points. Anybody at any time, if they catch fire, you're right. Could, could, you're right. Could One advance. win changes the whole team. So the only thing is Napoli has a, a tough game at yeah. Liverpool. At Liverpool, yeah, yeah, you're Liverpool. right, you're right, and that's gonna be the deciding. I think uh, game. so. At the end that's of the day, is. this is. Down to that. I think that PSG and Liverpool have both been underwhelming because everybody rates them as you know Champions League final teams. This team, this team, they're gonna roll all over, and I think that it's been a surprise for how difficult it's been, not only to Napoli but to um who else who's the team that goes Stella Rosa, Stella right? Rosa. Red Star. Red Star. Um, you guys are overrating those teams. Not, not me. me. No, not no, no. Me. What are you no, talking no, no. about? This is the general the very beginning of no, no. Napoli is going through this stuff here. The Maybe. general perception. The oh, general okay. perception. Uh-huh. Uh anyway, we'll go to um Serie A. Uh, I almost forgot because it's Damn, been uh, it's Champions been a, League. It's was, been a while, right? Change this Champions League week is just incredible. The amount of good games that that we have. Um, I'll run through the scores and then we'll just pick and comment on whatever we yeah. want. We shouldn't go through the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, uh, Inter won five zero wow. against Genoa without Mauro Icardi. Um, Fiorentina one one uh, against Roma. Juventus beat Cagliari three one after his one one. Um, Lazio four one against Spal. Uh, Parma Frosinone 0-0, Torino 4-1 over Sampdoria, Atalanta 2-1 over Inzaghi's Bologna, and AC Milan (laughs) at the death. Romagnoli once again, ninety-seven minute. Winners. Romagnoli gets the game winner. I, I say we start there because how nice was me, that goal? How even it, it was exciting for me. We know Romagnoli the week before, uh, not the week before, a few days before. Uh, he got the game-winning goal, and uh, now again they oh, checked bar too, right? They got a little nervous on that one. We're like, oh, no, I mean the referee, the linesman raised his flag. Yeah, he pulled it off sides, yeah. but the guy was, was nowhere near off sides. Mm-hmm. So luckily. We have VAR, and I know we didn't really talk about the decisions, and you guys probably didn't see, but Manchester City were given a penalty kick today in Champions League. They won 5-0, the but yeah, it the was guy around the over his six. Foot. No, he hit, hit the floor. Hit the, yeah, he hit the grass. He hit the grass, and they, and they gave, gave it a, a penalty <laughs> kick. Literally, that, the, the yeah, defender was, was far uh, away. <laughs> show him show him in the meantime. Uh, anyway, uh, But anyway, that's just one thing. So luckily, you had the VAR, yeah. and uh, it came to the your favor this time, and uh, Milan, they needed this win over Udinese. Uh, all right, just don't spoil it, because I'm still enjoying the, the win, you know. And, uh, you spoil know, what? Well, no, no, what I'm saying is we are still on the Champions League contention, and... Uh, you know, let's keep it that way. And uh, I'm going to be enjoying a lot more when AC Milan is going to beat Juventus uh, next week. You want to make a bet over it? You want to do a jersey bet? Uh, what is that jersey bet? What is that? Uh, now you're acting stupid. Uh, oh, oh, I'm now you're... Okay, I'll do that. I'll okay. do that with you. Okay, what if there is a tie? 
Nothing, nothing. Nothing happens. I don't so, care. Ah, we, really know, we both wear a body jersey. jersey. Oh, yeah. We both wear a body jersey. All right. Yes. So I'll wear a Milan jersey. You Juventus lose, you wear a Juventus jersey. Yeah. I think you want to win a, wear a Juventus jersey a little bit. No way. Come over to the winning side. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no way. But anyway. Like wearing, wearing toilet paper for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to get the toilet paper ready for this week. Um, but anyway, any other game? Which game you guys want to pick and choose? Everybody just take a game that you want to say. I would say Roma disappointed me a fourth time against Fiorentina. Jeez. I'm not. I mean, I think you and I both guessed, predicted Maro that this was going to be a tie. That game, I'm just saying. Yeah, go through the, go yeah, through yeah the just uh, just for the record. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy! Oh, oh brother! I, mean, uh, I, I, I oh, was brother. about uh, ten seconds away from getting a perfect score. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, uh, two AC, Jeremy, Milan, AC Milan uh, won in the last. <laughs> I, I had a tie. So America. So AC Milan. Genoa, uh, you know, AC Milan won, so we, I, uh, I had um, Antonio, me and Mike had the right score. Napoli um, versus Empoli, everybody had Napoli winning, so everybody had the perfect score. Inter Genoa, Inter won, but uh, Antonio had... <laughs> I have to get even, I have to get even with he, Peter. He had two. He gives an, an extra so, AC Milan, I have to get even with him, so not because, I didn't, think, bridge, not because I didn't think so that Inter could have every, won. Everybody I was had praying it, for them to, to lose so tight Everybody game. had Inter except Antonio. <laughs> Fiorentina-Roma, it was a tie game. Me and Marco had uh, the tie. Everybody well, else surprising. had Roma winning. Yeah. You were... You went to Scagliari, everybody had winning except Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I gave Milan a tie. That's why you went there. And uh, so at the, at the end, uh, yeah. Peter gets three points. Okay. Antonio okay. gets three points. Three? Mike gets four points. Ooh, wow. And wow. Me, me and... Uh, oh, we tied? Me and Marco get five points. You guys are doing bad, some father-son cheating over here. We gotta so, uh, oh, that's, that's it. That's it, by the way. Look yeah, at this. Look at watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Look, look, look. He hits the ground. Boop. He oh hit the ground. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he hit sh- the turf. He should have said something. What's yeah. that? Uh, oh. No, the only Thank thing you. that I want to say about uh, the only thing that I want to say about uh, uh, the, uh, is about the VAR uh, in Fiorentina, Roma. Uh, there was look at that. Pep Guardiola was telling him that he hit the floor. I don't know if you see this. He just put moved his finger. I don't he know said not. No, no, because he put his hand up that it wasn't a penalty. Yeah, he should have. Th- they should have told him. Anyway, you're winning. That's a disgrace. I find it a disgrace. I want to know the anyway, score, though. Let, 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 let him finish his point. Yeah. Let him finish his oh point. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> he just had his last so, play. Sorry, uh, sorry. Anyway, I wanted to, to talk about uh, the VAR. Uh, in Fiorentina, Roma, there was no penalty. Uh, when we looked at uh, in the VAR, I mean, we saw that um, Absolutely not. he was running, and then he hit the guy's head, and he fell down, and they gave a penalty. Now, oh, the reason why they didn't go to the VAR, because they didn't, is because when the referee uh, uh, he has a clear view of what happened and he makes a decision of what happened uh, and there's no clear mistake then the, the protocol calls they do not go to the VAR and this is something that Antonio has been saying for many uh, many times that you should always go to the VAR and let the guys in the VAR say hey yeah. you know you might want to look at this but in this case, there is no VAR. And I heard also Bruno Giordano that we should invite it. One of these days, we should invite it here. He was saying, well, why don't we let the coach have a saying? And if he wants to call maybe once in the whole game or twice in the, the whole game to go to the VAR, he can make a decision and say, okay, this one should be reviewed. In this case, 
If they would have reviewed, I think we would agree that it, no was, not, that it was not a penalty the way the things uh, developed. The other uh, thing that I wanted to say about the VAR was uh, Sampdoria against Torino. There was a cross where uh, Bellotti uh, from, uh, from the back, when the cross is about to, to, to be crossed, from the back, it goes like this a little bit, which he puts the defender at a little bit disadvantage or out of balance, maybe he cannot jump as high. Mm -hmm. And then he went up and he scored the goal. And I heard the comments from, uh, from uh, the, the people at, uh, um, on TV and they were saying that the referee never calls that. that that's never that's, called. That's not true. That's and and uh, they agreed that that's not a foul and that should never be called. Mm -hmm. And I cannot understand how these people there on TV, the guy put his hand on the defender. He put him a little bit out of balance. He went up and that's not a foul because it's never been called before because that, that is not a foul. I mean, to me, that's a disgrace for... Uh, you know, for soccer. So that's all I have from the, that Sunday after I got almost. Hey, you know, wait a second. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait a second. Oh, more that's, that's, that's the only it's thing. It's another VAR situation. Oh, of course, now. Oh. Juventus. What about the Juventus one? Okay. The handball. What about? Oh, Juventus. The guy was controlling the ball with his elbow. Okay, so they went. I saw that one too. Juventus, I mean, they, they won, so that So it doesn't matter what happens to you. It did not have an effect on the on, it was on the a, result. It was a tight you know, Okay, so on that one. The referee did go and watched on the VAR. And this guy can't see this? And, and he said that he went like this. The referee went like no, this. No, I think in the shoulder. Okay, he went like this. So if he went like no, this, no, it's he, a foul. No, he went, he went, it was more of a... Oh, oh my God. Okay, guys, that's not a shoulder. Keep going. Guys, look at it. I think it, it was a shoulder. It's controlled with his elbow. Dude, okay. what are you saying? This is your hey, elbow. Marco, look at it. Yeah. Marco, this is an yeah. air. Yo, are you guys' eyes working? Look at the... Look at it. Guys, show the video. Okay, right. I'm just telling you that the referee went to look at it, and when he came back, he went like this, like he hit his shoulder. Okay. So he did not look at it. Maybe he should have looked at he from look, other... They did. showed us the replay, actually, what he was watching, and yeah. you could see it. Okay. But I'm he, just saying. I'm this just is saying. Shoulder, this though, is a shoulder. This is I, where... It doesn't matter. It's a handball. If it's here, it's a handball. It was, it was here. Mike, I just showed you the picture. I saw it multiple times. I saw it a hundred times. Also, Listen, guys, how many times we're going to be repeating this stuff here? It should not be the referee's score. You pay people to be on the VAR. You can just look But he's a final decision. He gets a final decision. Listen to at me. It. In any other professional sports, the referee is the last person to make the call. And I'm going to repeat it again one more time. This is professional sport. If you have somebody on a room looking at the game and you have a, a commission of a minimum three people or maybe five people, three out of five or two out of three, they're going to say, yes, it is. No, it isn't. The referee should not be involved in this kind of call. They, they, they let them decide and let them say, yes, it is. Not it is. And end of the story. They did talk about it, that it, for the future, they, the VAR will stay, but the, it needs to make some they adjustments. Improve it, yeah. And those are some improvements that need to be made. But as far as right now, that is what the protocol is. And you cannot change uh, that. You want to change it for next year? You wait, and then next year they can but change let's, it. But let's, let's but talk about going, the go, You know, going back to this, yeah. the referee did go and, and, and look at it. 
And I think it, maybe if they had a different view from the did they show no, from you the could front? See it. No, they they actually I they like now from... on TV now they also show you what the referee is looking at, uh, so you could tell the angle. And I mean everyone could tell. Uh, but yeah. let's go back one sec. Let's take a step back because there was also a handball from Juventus on this one with Benatia in the same match. And um, so for this one, I can't remember the Cagliari player. Uh, Bradovic, I don't remember his name. Um, we'll just say that he his intention was controlling the ball with his with his arm, and that that was one of the arguments that they were making is it's a penalty because he went to go stop it with the ball. You know, it's not like Benatia, who they said Benatia he headers it the and then it hits yeah. your hand. And, and I, I'm a little bit confused also on the rules too mm -hmm. because I thought that. It was going to be called a penalty kick against yeah. Juventus, and I was I was even telling Michael I said, oh, I think they're going to. I was a thinking that too, yeah, yeah. And you no, know, it's not in this one. He was right. Oh wait, this is it, last year's. This but year's it would be the handball, no, right? No, it's still showing. So they were saying. I gave Michael well, this as a Christmas present. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> rules of the game. Hey, I think that we need to study these rules <laughs> over here. But anyway, they were saying the the pundits. Um, they were saying that Benatia, if it's head to hand, then, then it's, it's not. not because. You know, then usually, it didn't hit your hand first. Like usually, if it, hits, if it hits the part of your body that you're able to play, and then it ricochets or hits off your arm, that doesn't it's count. It's not intentional. Yeah. But there, there's a difference. But if the arm is in unnatural position uh -huh. and it's out in the open, then that could be, to the referee's discretion, a hand. Ball. I mean, it was a little so out. If it bounced out, and then his hands over here when he's jumping, and yeah, 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 it wasn't yeah, that yeah. out. It was like half tilt, half. It was exactly. like over here. But that's a natural. Position. Yeah, exactly. When you're yeah, over here like this, sense. right? You're gonna head the ball. This is a natural position. Mm -hmm. So if you head it and then you miss and it hits your arm, that's that's what happened. No, he, yeah, yeah, he didn't miss. Not, like I, I, no, I'm saying, if it hits, yeah, yeah, it hits his arm. It's a natural position. So I don't think it should be considered a handball. Meanwhile, the uh, other one, oh, no, yeah. no. you don't think so? What? The fact that if he heads the ball and then it bounces off. And no, no, I agree. That's oh. not a penalty. Yeah. Okay. I agree. What were you going to say? What I don't understand is uh, sometimes I see the guys making a cross and the defenders, they all like this. Yeah, they have yeah, but, but you don't jump like this. This is not natural position. No, no. It's because they're they call penalties when you yeah, yeah, but, to do that. But if I want to, if you're crossing and I want to jump, my hand is gonna is gonna go up with it's me, so I'm gonna be. But it's very some, controversial, some, which is why they tuck it behind them. Like the coaches tell them to do that. Okay, but that's not no. a natural position no. for you. No. If you if you want to jump and go as high as you can, you don't jump with your hands back. Right. Usually, yeah. but usually that's you, not you, how you play. They usually, call it the momentum. Jump, the momentum you know, of no. jumping like is been, jump been up with your hands as well. And, no, and but you guys are talking about two different things. Usually, when a player does this, it's when they're two feet ahead of each other and they're close to the box, then they stay like this, just so that their hands are. Not here. It's not that they're jumping. It's that they have I'm their hands across. over here to yeah. stop the ball. Not that they're jumping in the air. Is like if he's this. the thing oh, that you look, okay. you look stupid. <laughs> okay. But it, but it, now, if the guy crosses, right? Yeah. If the guy is making a and I want to jump, try to make as high as I can so that the ball doesn't go. You know, I have to lift my hands up. I've never seen a player jump no, with his Marco's hands right, back, though. They usually do that when when they're in the they're box. The and yeah, you guys know that. Trying to defend them with their feet, not not in terms of jumping. I cross. understand, but yeah. it's not a natural position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if I want to turn, I cannot turn like. Let's say the guy now as makes. As long as you don't turn like this. Let's say out. let's say now the guy makes a fake. Yeah. And it goes the other way. Yeah. And I'm like this. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah. locked up. Not, I don't have you're the butt. I, I don't have the balance to do that, yeah. but they do it because they're afraid. Yeah, exactly. That if you, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're like this, yeah, yeah, and that, the guy is two that feet. I agree with. Okay, yeah. so if you're two feet away now, let's say now you're two feet away, and yeah. and I'm like this, and the ball hits my, that, that, that's a that's penalty. That's a penalty. Uh, to me, if you're so close, two feet away, that should not be a penalty, because there was no intention at all. 
to, 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 yeah, to yeah. I get what you're saying. There, there are a lot of um, controversy with the handball. That should be clarified and should be more uh, yeah, objective but, than subjective. Mike, get some questions real quick. Uh -huh. Get them ready. And uh, we'll just talk about um, our boy uh, Ventura. Uh, Antonio's pointing oh it out. Oh, my God, that's Ventura. Talk. That's right. This guy's still negative one. Oh, please. Because he's yeah. a, a leader. He lost all the games. Oh, he's, he's a leader, one. of oh, course. He he's going to lead. He's going to lead. Kievo Verona <laughs> down, <laughs> down, down below zero. So uh, He is below zero. They're going to skip zero. You want to say that you negative one. Maybe from minus one, they're going to go to minus 25 or whatever. It made no sense. Same thing with Genoa. When Genoa sacked Ballardini, who was doing good. They put Juric in. I mean, some of these decisions that, that the presidents <laughs> make, they it's make strange. absolutely no sense well, some in goes outside of, of soccer, that's why. That's oh, yeah. So, like, Preziosi yeah, is another hothead that yeah. makes decisions whenever he How wants. How many times? I think it's like four or five times yeah. that he's called Juric. He said, no, yeah, call you. These, mm. these coaches should say, on, you know what, I'm not coming back. They're still on their contract. <laughs> no, nah, they so still want money, they're getting money. But they get money even if they sit on their couch. Exactly. You want to do your job. Either way, what questions you got, Mike? Okay, so we got a quick one of how do you guys feel of CR7 celebrating against former club and Pogba celebrating against former club? But didn't celebrate. Yes, he, he did. Put his hands up. He no. didn't score number one, and he didn't celebrate. He was celebrating for the winning goal. No, he didn't. No, yes, Pogba did. didn't score. He was on own goal. He was on goal between Bonucci and Alexander. He didn't score. No, he didn't. Okay, so I guess we're going with the CR7 one then. Yes. We talked about this. CR7 is going to show his bicep. I'm surprised he did that. I want to see you do that in the front. Whoever is celebrating, anybody celebrates. Okay. Okay. You do that CR7 celebration I'm gonna do week. it. I'll do like it. This. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I hope uh, Cutrone. I'm gonna do the Cutrone celebration. I like how he pissed off the Barcelona fans when he was oh. doing the video. He goes he goes to one of the guys, he goes, What do you think about Suarez playing better when Messi's on the bench? And the guy was like, no. And then the other guy's like, No, no, it's not true, that's not true. Hey, but wait, I asked them a question. He said, How do you guys like uh, CR7 in uh, playing in Juventus? Who's they said who's you didn't CR7? record this one? No, no, I don't. Well, I don't know. I thought you recorded that. No, they were saying, who's CR7? Who's, we don't know who's this guy here. In other words, they totally dismissed the fact that <laughs> this guy is no longer playing on La Liga. In other words, they don't give a damn, so they will with him or without him. Jeez. Mike, what are the questions? Uh, we got another one. They're, we're talking about Roma now. They're talking about how they're complete opposites in Serie A and Champions League and what's causing this and who's to blame. Uh, we talked about, uh, there was actually an interview I want to talk about with Jekyll. He, he said, I think I'm scoring more in Champions League. Like, he has a pretty horrible record in Serie A for scoring, but for Champions League, he's doing very good. He was saying in Serie A, they're much more defensive, but in Champions League, there's so much more room to move around, and it's easier to score there. So that was one big hint. But do you guys what have anything to, uh, yeah, who's to blame for why they're playing bad in Serie A and, champ and why is it so opposite and what's going on? I think I, I think it's similar to what Jago said. To be honest, I feel like uh, it's much harder to score and said, yeah, but you know, there's a mentality shift. Their... Listen, when you know you're playing in the Champions League, it's you it know, can't just be same, that. Though. No, no, but it's the same thing with you know, Juventus one one against Genoa. I mean, Dude, you could you could go Roma back and in eighth forth. place Some, right now. Sometimes, sometimes the hardest games to play against, like same thing with Roma. I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah. they lost to who was it, Bologna or something. And they were able to beat Lazio, which mm. is supposed to be a harder game on paper, right. just like the Champions League games. But you, what you, what you don't lack in those matches is concentration. concentration. And yes, like you say, sometimes that concentration can be the difference between tying or losing to Bologna and beating Lazio or Jeco scoring in Champions League, whatever it is. You don't think there's more? Or to give it? three points to Spalletti in <laughs> the last fifteen seconds. I don't think so. Concentration. You know, Donnarumma admitted it because you, I saw you an got interview. Six points. 
Talented player, oh, Romagnoli okay. has been shown for twice, uh, twice in a okay. row to be the to have the talent to put the game away in the last few seconds. Mm-hmm. So hey, it's no uh, ah. nothing to take away from them. I, in, on the inter on the inter case, it was Donnarumma's mistake for mistiming the ball coming out, and it was the three defenders that they got caught off guard, and the one, one slips intentionally in front of Icardi. <laughs> the other one was taking a suntan, and the other one was thinking about a, you know going to dinner already ahead of the game. So yeah, I think listen, was a, also Roma's done well against CSK Moscow and Victoria Pleasant. Okay, they're not the greatest of teams. Yes, it's Champions League, but they're they able to score a lot of goals. Though. Yeah, the convincing wins for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the level of where Roma plays compared to the other two teams. There's a difference, number one, because they, they lost 3 nothing to Real Madrid, and Real Madrid, at the start of the season, was not doing mm-hmm. so uh, good. Also, they're only five points away from a Champions League uh, position. So the, se- the season is long, even though they haven't had the greatest of seasons, very up and down. I mean, nothing is lost yet. They still have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. They, they've got a lot of new guys. So I think, you know, De Francesco has certain pressure, yes, because it's Roma. You know, they, they're trying to revamp a lot of stuff but i think they'll be okay in the long run will they get the fourth spot i don't think so but they should be there listen i want to give a shout out to the barcelona stand that i met uh, (laughs) seriously that i met at the bar that i met at the bar over there the other day uh, yesterday so what happened what happened is not only the young guys you see ladies are like a 50s and 60s glued to the tv i mean these people they live for that that team they just uh, stop everything i said to the i said to the guys i said don't you guys uh uh you were there too yeah well i quit my i quit my i lied to some of my clients i listen <laughs> what if they watch let them watch it <laughs> but anyway listen on the other hand, I saw another big group of Inter fans with the same passion again, uh, uh, you know, on, right. on the opposite <laughs> side of the bar, going, making a lot of noise and going bananas as soon as he carved his more people, with more fans. Oh, uh, well, a lot of Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah. actually, they took over the, the establishment by just... The establishment. Placing, yeah, they placed <laughs> banners all over the places, flags. Uh, you got to uh, replace those with You should have took them down. I want to took them down for Inter Milan. I want some Cassano Hey, I got news for you about the Cassano. They all love Cassano. They do not all love Cassano. I asked them. You paid them to say that. Wait a moment. I paid them. I said, listen, I said to all of them, I asked them, I said, who's better, Cassano or CR7? You know, Cristiano Ronaldo, CR7. And everybody was chanting Cassano by far. Yeah, okay. I don't. Wait, wait, wait. But what you don't see is... Uh, to the you side, know. before the video starts, you go, say something nice about Cassano. <laughs> you know, we all saw that part. Not even over the back. That was ah. Cassano. Oh, Give me a break. That was funny, though. That was funny. Let me uh, throw one more question in there. Uh, yeah. Some about Napoli, actually. They're talking about uh, from last season to this season in terms of Champions League. Uh, they're talking about how uh, if the difference was Sari not trying in the Champions League or just Ancelotti being uh, a different caliber of coach between the both. two seasons. Both. Yeah, I, w- I would say a both. hybrid of both. What do you guys think? I mean, of course, Napoli last year, their plans were to win yeah. the Scudetto. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were All likes in one basket, right? So they knew already, Sarri doesn't change his formation, doesn't change his players. <laughs> He's not going to be able to do <laughs> yeah. Champions League in Serie A. And I think no one says from the get-go, oh, we're going to try to get out of the Champions League. But, but if it happened, it wasn't the biggest of deals, and it proved it. Yeah. They, then right after they went to the Europa League, they, they dropped out of that also. So there might have been something under the yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think 
Napoli now doesn't have the same pressure at Napoli last year. Like I said, I think the fact that Inter from the summer, even though now they're starting to show the first half of the season, they didn't really show the first three or four games. They didn't look like they were going to be the anti mm-hmm. Juve. But now that there's an extra team, Napoli doesn't feel the responsibility that they have to win the Scudetto. They're going to go for it, I think, with Ancelotti. But it's more open. You know, they're going to play whatever they can. Mike. But I don't think it has to do with responsibility. It has to do with, uh, you know, uh, with charisma over there. Ancelotti is uh, not uh, one of the guys that is going to settle for uh, third or fourth place. Ancelotti is going to go all the way to try to win everything. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, the fact that he's got Inter helping them. Is he going to uh, win anything? To, uh, I, I got news for you. I got news for you. We discounted. You that, already uh, said that Inter is going to win the triplet, but also we, that Juventus no, is going to win the Champions League. question. Let me give, know, you, give me the chance to answer. Sorry. Okay. I got news for you. I said, when you play in a Champions League game, you discounted the fact that in a two-game two situation, oh, even yeah, the yeah. best team can lose mm-hmm, against mm-hmm. the second best or the third or fourth or fifth best team. So you have the lever on the field. You make a mistake or a lack of concentra- concentration, the way we were saying, uh, we were speaking before. Your game is over. I don't care how many millions you spend. PSG has been a perfect example. Those, what, if, what about PSG when they lost that huge lead? Um, what, the Champions League, the comeback, wasn't it? The comeback from Barcelona, Barcelona, uh, yeah, Barcelona, PSG, where going over there and scoring four goal or five I mean, goal. Yeah. For, for a club that spends that much money, you would never expect that you can possibly. I don't care if you're Barcelona, I don't care if you're Real Madrid, if you're anybody, to be able to lose such a large lead. Yeah. And I think PSG oh, have also, been the prime example of what you just said. Yeah. Spending money doesn't necessarily mean success. Buying trophies. Yeah, exactly. Right. That that's the way. That's <laughs> what I like. Maybe the it. French league. Money doesn't mean. Yeah, exactly. You cannot exactly. really buy. Well, usually, trophies. who has the most money is gonna be at the top. So it's not a hundred percent true. Yeah. The only thing is, but in Champions League, there's a lot of good teams with a, exactly. a lot of money exactly. going around. So. Even if you have a hundred million more, yeah. you're not gonna make that much of a difference. Com- like he said, it's not the French league. Like but, in the French yeah. league, you could spend nah, so much a, money and you're so gone mean, away. That sounds a little mean. But it's just the fact of the, it's just the, the truth. It right happens now. to everyone. Barcelona yeah. last year with Roma. Uh, yeah, know. exactly. I have a question for Catano. I have a question for him. For Catano, with all of this controversy that we've been having, and maybe for you too, Peter, with all of the controversy that we've been having here and now, because those are the experts. With all of the questions that we're having. Controversy with the VAR in the Champions League. Do you think that uh, next year the VAR is going to be implemented on answer. the Champions League and on yes. the UEFA League? Yes. Well, yeah. Re- what, repeat. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> is VAR going to be included in Champions all League? All of those miscalled okay. or controversy yeah. that we've been having on the Champions League about VAR, about yes, it is penalty, now it isn't, uh-huh. uh, or uh, it's a corner kick, it's an offside, mm-hmm. and it's this and that. Do you think that uh, for the next year? The Champions League is going to implement the VAR, yes. yes or not? Yes. I think yes, only because they were supposed to get it this year in the I later have stages. I don't for you. I don't think they're <laughs> going to do it. You don't think they're going to do it? I don't think it? they're going to do it. I like you know how yours everyone's opinion. You know, know, why? I got you know why I'll tell you the reasons why. Tell me why. Because there's too much money involved oh, and they boy. always want the top three or four teams. Oh, boy. I don't know about they that. They always wanted the top I knew three or four teams regardless of whether they deserve it, yes or not, to be there right there. Do you want Marco's opinion? Yes, go ahead. He said it was right. Listen, I'll say what Peter and I were talking about. I said that I think that uh, UEFA's excuse was very poor. They said that it's not proven, that VAR is not proven. Yeah. But to me, the World Cup is number one. The World Cup sits on top of every competition, every league, every, anything you want to say, World Cup. If VAR can be used in the World Cup, then you can't say that our competition is, you know, we, we don't use this. And to me also, if one league uses VAR, then there needs to be some kind of rule. If FIFA says, oh, we're approving VAR, we're going to use VAR in our system, UEFA has to have it. And same thing with 
with Italy, with England, they should all be having to use VAR because there's too many decisions that go one way and another. And we're already in, in this football where you talked about this three years ago, people were against VAR. Now I can't even imagine watching without without VAR. You know, it's the way That's that true. things go. People yeah. will complain, complain, it's complain. It's going to happen eventually. Until it happens, you accept it, and then you realize that you can't live without it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way that VAR I is. I think VAR is great, but it just has to be perfected, and it has to be a lot quicker. I think the World Cup proved that it can work perfectly. The only thing is each soccer federation cannot implement it the same way that the World Cup did mm-hmm. because Why? of money. But way what do you for, mean? In the sense that in World Cup, there's a lot of there was five referees that. Yeah. that were in the 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 VAR. Oh, but the top five leagues, they should they be were, able to do that. The top five leagues, at least, no. For every game, yes, yeah. it might be a Peter, lot. Peter, Peter, those are in a room. Those are in a room. Those <laughs> yeah. they're not they're not working. They're not running. Those you have to pay <laughs> them. Yeah, but you have to pay <laughs> them. them. Yeah. They're, they're getting paid. What do you think? You're not gonna pay them. Yeah, give, give them, them a little espresso or something. They're a referee. If the referee is going to get paid yeah. for how much he's supposed to get Marco paid. Marco so Monopoly. That's, that's the difference. But I think UEFA is the last one to complain that they yeah, don't have money. Come on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I just hope that the World Cup, I think it went smoothly. The VAR was yeah. pretty much flawless. Within 30 seconds, you got an answer. I'm sure there was something, no, but I don't there remember. Was no problem. Wasn't, which, which call this weekend? Was it Benatia that took two minutes? Benatia. Benatti, oh. the Benatti one took two minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Two and a half minutes, right. yeah. which is ridiculous. I mean, it should be I, a call. Go check. Yeah. Give, have boom, the boom, perfect boom. view already. Yeah. Why does he have to go through six different yeah, things? Know, yeah. You know, bad. obviously, you know, you want to see every side because at the end, he's making the decision. Mm-hmm. But give him the perfect view. This is what it is. Yeah. Save the time. Have, have it ready. Yeah. And then if he wants to see an additional thing, then you. Have, you yeah, sometimes yeah. we lack some common sense, I think. Uh, in football, sometimes the. It's the, not as, it's the, not the as simple as we think, though. The simple things are, are often uh, become the most complicated. But anyway, um, let's get some reminders. Reminder there's new shirts on the website right oh, now, right. back in stock on every single color. And oh, we still got what our are you hats. Gonna say? Oh, oh, I was about you, you took it from me. <laughs> I, t- I stole your thunder. Oh, I have a question for you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ibrahimovic to Milan. What do you oh, think? No, that's a no hot way, rumor. No way. We don't need him. No, Why would you need him? <laughs> we don't need him. We what don't need just got injured. Him. If somebody of that caliber that cannot score in Galaxy, you think he's going to come in? He score. He score. What is it? What did he score? Three or four goals? Give me a break. No, he the guy you just scored with the back of the It's a bad karma. It's a bad karma. He won last time you won. Listen to me. Listen to me. You do not want to abandon a team for money and then you want to come back into the same team. He said he did everything to... Listen, well, stay stay listen he, he I did. don't want it. God, oh, I don't want it. Nobody wants it. Antonio, for a second, I need, wait. I need a wait, wait. Ah, <laughs> wait. Ah, wait. Him a He's done. Listen, guys, listen. Talking about merchandising, a lot of people are asking me, Antonio, where can we buy the jersey and all the stuff? Listen. The shirt? The shirt. The, the shirt. Listen, this stuff here is flying off the shelf. We have this. We have the hats. We have so much stuff. So, so listen, this stuff is flying off the shelf. So we saw Andres and Andre of the shirt for the last uh, few uh, few days. So uh, there's only there's just, not too many, pla- but. just place your order because uh, we have uh, we hired two three people to just be over here on the print on the print shop. You're supposed to be one of them. Oh well, no, I can't do that. <laughs> you think break on the spot? Can, can I explain elf. the Zlatan thing? All right, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Zlatan released a new autobiography. There was uh-huh. a few leaks that came through, and one of them was about his moment between PSG and Milan, mm-hmm. and he says that. And we'll we'll get everybody's opinion on this. Sorry, we gotta keep we gotta extend this a little bit. Mm. So Zlatan and I don't have the quotes exactly right in front of me, but he says something along the lines of when I when um, they told me that PSG wanted me, I told Mino do not answer the phone to PSG because I don't want to leave Milan. He said 
Then they, he said, Mino calls me. He goes, Milan is selling you. And he goes, okay, give them an offer that they'll refuse. He said, I asked them for a crazy number for an amount. He goes, and I even went to my wife and I told my wife, no matter what, I will never accept PSG. He goes, then Mino called me saying, it's done. Pack your bags. He goes, and I'm a man of my word. So I had to go. Which, this few contradictions. I know Michael had a different sense to it. Yeah, but there, There's a few different uh, things. I, I don't buy it. But anyway, listen. Let me just, uh, to finish the stuff here. You, you, you start in trouble. I'm going to <laughs> put you out of your misery. Let, right oh. now, listen. The goal. The way did it. The goal. Oh. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Listen to me. Many of the goals that Ibrahimovic <laughs> scored when he was on AC Milan were just Cassano put it oh, on his come on. And I said, hey. Just push it off. There's like off a the broken line. record. And then Ibrahimovic did this. Bang. <laughs> That's it. Nothing. He didn't have the word for a lot of his goals. Cassano just put the ball right. Listen, Romagnoli has scored both of your game winners. I don't think you should be complaining about another world-class striker coming into your club to play. But anyway, guys, in the comment section below, let us know if you want Zlatan. Um, rate the podcast. Antonio, how many stars? Five stars. Wow. Oh, He's going to go into a rant. I was five, just going to try to... Five stars. It's the least oh, that you boy. can do. <laughs> Now, and we, we are proud to say that we're not only getting it the most from most of you guys, five stars. Our rating is better than the ESPN, is better than Fox, is better than Goal, Goal TV, is better than just about anybody. And thank you for all your support. Again, this is not for us. We are one family and we're here to support you. And we wanted to just hear from you because this is the world platform of soccer. Thank you, everybody. We're good? Yeah, yeah, we're good to go. Hey, listen, you oh. called everybody family. They're going to be messaging you for some money if you're family. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put his address in the link below. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Rate the podcast if you enjoyed. Ciao, As always, guys. talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Guys. ciao.